Hey everybody, it's Will here. Thanks so much for tuning into another episode of the Tea Podcast. In this episode, we're gonna be continuing our adventure into roasted teas. Um, so in the last episode, we talked about the Kamaitacha, which is a partially roasted or pan-fired tea. Um, and this is a really nice one to try out and um, because it's, it's really in the middle of uh, a sencha and a hojicha. So hojicha is a fully roasted tea, um, sencha is an unroasted tea, and kamaitacha is a partially roasted tea. And when we actually visited the farmer, Mr. Issen, um, who specializes in these roasted teas, uh, he, he walked us through the production process of kamaitacha and hojicha, and they're really quite similar except for the fact that uh, at the end, they put the teas into this big pan, um, and then they roast them, uh, and then they kind of have a machine that turns it over so it cooks evenly. Um, and with the hojicha, it's actually roasted for longer at a higher temperature, so they actually put a covering over the pan uh, if they're making hojicha. Um, so this tea is roasted at a higher temperature and for a longer time, and that's how it picks up more of these roasted notes. So what I'm gonna go ahead and do is open this up um, and just kind of pour the leaves out into a teapot. If you have a small dish, that's also nice. And uh, you can get a look at the leaves. So this is gonna be very different from uh, the other teas that we've tried. Uh, just give it a little smell of the dried leaves here. Really notice it's, it's completely different. Um, it's just like, it's amazing how much of a difference this roasting makes. Um, you know, these are not these super green leaves that we've seen in the senses. These are completely a dark brown and the aroma couldn't be more different. It's kind of like warm, uh, almost like dark chocolate, kind of like the smell of like dark chocolate or maybe, um, you know, brownies or something like that. A little bit, a little bit smoky though. It smell, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, brownies coming out of the oven or something. It's, it's kind of like a little bit of this, uh, roasted, um, chocolatey aroma with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of smoke to it. So this is really nice. Um, this is one of my favorite hojichas, the Noike hojicha. So let's go ahead and, uh, and brew this tea up. For this tea, I use um, the, the highest temperature we've seen so far, which is about 170 degrees. Um, and I'm gonna brew for one minute. So like I said before, uh, I use this higher temperature to really bring out these warmer notes of the tea. So um, with gyokuro and sencha, it's, it's really about these kind of sweet and savory notes, at least some of the, the shaded ones that we like. Um, and uh, with, with these roasted teas, it's more about bringing out these, these warmer kind of caramel, chocolatey, and coffee notes. Um, so it makes sense to brew a little bit warmer. Um, and you're still brewing for the one minute time. Um, but, but let's go ahead and see, see what, types of, uh, what types of flavors come out of this. Already seeing it's brewing up quite nicely. And hojicha is actually something I've been really getting into recently. Um, now that fall's coming around, I've actually been uh, pan roasting some of my own teas, and uh, that's really nice. So let's go ahead and pour this out. It's been about a minute. And with hojicha, I mean, you can you can brew this pretty 
um, pretty heavily. Like you can you can play around with the temperature, go a little bit higher. Um, 170 I think is is good. I don't think you should go much higher than that. Um, but you can brew a little bit longer if you if you really want this kind of powerful roasted tea um, on kind of like a, a cozy day inside, um, which is how I like to enjoy this tea. Oh well. Hmm. Definitely getting it's heavy on this this roasted kind of like this roasted wood. It. I have had some infusions of this at lower temperatures that are a little sweeter. Um, so if you like your hojicha a little bit sweeter, I would brew this at a lower temperature um, to bring out more of these kind of like caramel notes. But this one is really hitting the spot for me right now. It's a little bit more on this, um, you know, dark, dark roasted coffee almost. Yeah, this is kind of like if you were to take a strong coffee and put just like a tiny bit um, of oat milk in it or something. This is this is kind of like a uh, like a creamier coffee because it's a little bit smoother. It's not quite as harsh as a coffee, um, but it does have that nice that that nice roast to it. But as you can see, we're completely transitioning from um, you know these typical Japanese green tea flavors with this hojicha. It's amazing what a difference just a little bit of roasting can make. So it's almost it's almost hard. It's almost like unrecognizable from a Japanese green tea uh, when once you once you roast it. And obviously, it's not like those flavors disappear when the tea is roasted. They just kind of transform. Um, so you know, it, it would be interesting to kind of dissect. Uh, what this tea was like before it was roasted and what it's like now and how um, each of these flavors from the unroasted tea transformed into the tea that we have right in front of us. But I am noticing, I am noticing definitely these coffee notes, a little bit of like a, a more bitter chocolate, like a dark chocolate. And there is some of these kind of like cereal grains, like um, uh, like kind of toasted oats. Um, yeah, but this this is very warm. It's it's a warming tea. Um, this is the coldest, uh, at least where I am. This is the coldest morning we've had in a very long time. So uh, I'm sitting inside right now and enjoying a nice warm hojicha. Uh, this is just kind of one of those teas that you drink it and you just kind of your face gets kind of flush and you just kind of feel a warming sensation um, so really nice to enjoy on a cold day like this really nice though I, I would recommend brewing it just a little bit cooler if you want kind of like a sweeter flavor today I was looking for something a little bit more powerful just to kind of contrast some of the teas we've had in the past Wow, the, the wet leaves are really changing. The smokiness is coming out a little bit more in the uh, from the wet leaves versus the dry leaves. Definitely getting some char here, almost like a almost like a charcoal, like a, oh, it's really really nice. 
So I'm gonna go ahead and do a second steeping here, pouring the same water in, same temperature water. And I'm going to let that brew for about 20 seconds. This first steeping was really nice. This, this hojicha is actually a little bit on the sweeter side. You can go for these darker ones. Uh, the, the cookie hojicha, I think, is our darkest. Um, and this is, is much more on these coffee and dark chocolate notes. Here you get a little bit of the sweetness, a little bit of this milk chocolate, a little bit of this kind of milk coffee. So a little bit more balanced. That's why I like this one so much. Hmm, interesting. Second steeping, I think, is a little bit sweeter. There's less of this bite that you get in the first steeping. The first steeping did have a little bit of a bite to it, but it was nice. It was kind of like, um, you know, coffee has a little bit of a bitter finish to it. Chocolate has a little bit of a bitter finish to it, at least dark chocolate. Um, and that hojicha in the beginning had a little bit of that, um, that kind of nice, crisp, uh, succinct finish to it that I did kind of enjoy. Um, and a little bit of smokiness as well. This one, it's less smoky. It's a little bit more, yeah, it's definitely a little bit sweeter. It's more of this, a little bit of caramel. Almost tempted to say, well, not quite brown sugar, but. Definitely reminds me of kind of a little bit of a brown sugar or maple syrup almost. Now I'm starting to notice a little bit of the coffee on the back of the tongue in the aftertaste. Yeah, towards the end of the sip, you get a little bit of this, this coffee finish towards the back of the tongue. But yeah, these are definitely, the, the second steeping does not taste like a weaker version of the first steeping. I say, I think that it, it tastes like uh, more of its own tea, I would say. So a little bit more sweet, a little bit less coffee, a little bit less smokiness. Um, but some of this kind of like, yeah, like sweet, uh, sweet toasted oats almost, like, almost like a, almost like a granola, I would say. But yeah, again, this is completely unrecognizable from um, some of the kind of grassy cinches that we've had. Um, not necessarily better or worse, just very, very different. So one of the reasons I like hojicha um, is because it's a nice palate cleanser. So you have a pack of hojicha and you have a pack of sencha and every morning you alternate between the two um, or maybe you go two in a row and then two in a row. Um, and that just kind of keeps your palate fresh. So you're not just having the same tea every morning you're really changing it up. Um, and if you have a lot of sencha, you're gonna be, your palate's not gonna be uh, used to hojicha, so it's gonna kinda challenge it, and then vice versa. So if you're having a lot of hojicha, you might want that nice um, vegetable sencha every once in a while. And th these teas are actually lower in caffeine, so during the roasting process, um, I just poured in some more water to do a third steeping here. 
Um, so during the roasting process, uh, it actually kind of burns off some of the caffeine. Maybe that's not the right word to use, but um, I've asked multiple farmers this and they've all told me the same thing that these roasted teas, during the roasting process, they lose a lot of the caffeine. So roasted teas are gonna be lower in caffeine and uh, that means that you can drink them later on in the day. So uh, if you're looking for like an after work tea um, or just a tea that you can drink later on into the day, uh, this might be a good one because it's very warming, it's very soothing, and uh, it's lower in caffeine. So, go ahead and pour that out. Third steeping here. Definitely getting more of the minerals here. It's it's much crisper. It's not as sweet. It's not as smoky, but you get more of this kind of mineral. A little bit more wooden. A little bit more cereal flavor. There is a little bit of a dryness in the aftertaste, which I actually am enjoying. There's like, a, yeah, there's a little bit of this kind of tingling sensation on the tongue. Um, maybe seen as a little bit of a dryness, but this tea is very, very nice. So definitely a tea you might want to keep around in your stash, um, if not for any reason other than it's good to kind of change up your palate and, and constantly uh, experience new flavor profiles because this is just a world apart from a typical sencha. So um, if you're if you're drinking sencha every morning and you're just looking to change it up just a little bit, uh, maybe pick up a pack of the, the Noike Hojicha and then you can kind of sub that in on the mornings where you want something a little bit different. And what that's going to do is that's going to kind of keep your palate fresh. So you're kind of experiencing, it feels like it's experiencing new things every day which is really nice because um, I wouldn't really like to uh, drink hojicha every day or sencha every day. Um, I like to kind of swap in different teas every once in a while just to kind of appreciate my favorites that much more and also to experience new teas. So that's something that I would definitely recommend doing. Um, some people use black and white teas for the same, for the same reason. Um, I find that I kind of have Japanese green teas every single day and every month or so, every couple of months, I, I like to try something different like a, a black tea or something just, or an oolong just to switch it up. Um, and then after a couple of weeks, I usually go back to the Japanese green teas because they're so good. Um, so definitely a good experiment to try. Um, try some roasted teas and, and switch up your palate a little bit. Um, and it might just make you appreciate the senches that much more because this really is a transformation of flavors from the, um, the unroasted leaf to the roasted leaf that I think is a really nice experiment to try out for yourself to kind of lead to more of an understanding of this amazing um, plant that is tea. So uh, <laughs> turns out when you roast it, it's just as good as when it's unroasted. Um, it really kind of boggles my mind to think about that not only do you have so much variation within the tea plant itself, but then you also have roasting, which is another layer of complexity on top of that that completely changes the game. So uh, I'm looking forward to trying some more hojicha with you in the future, but thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. I really enjoyed this tea, the Noike Hojicha. Definitely keep your eyes out for it. Thank you guys so much. Bye.